the sun will come out, and he tells us so. And here is a bright report from CNN from April 3rd. They tell us the St. James Theater in New York on April 3rd became the first Broadway theater to open its doors since the coronavirus pandemic shut down performance venues more than a year ago. Nathan Lane, a three-time Tony-winning actor and Tony-winning choreographer, Savian Glover, performed for frontline workers. Both performers received standing ovations and delivered encores to the emotional crowd. The event is the first of 10 planned on Broadway over 10 weeks, a pilot program devised to create a working model within which Broadway theaters can ultimately reopen safely. New York pops up, the organizers said in a statement. One attendee said the performance had her smiling so hard behind her mask. I think I was smiling every second, just feeling. Being in a room with people again and having a shared human experience was incredible. Susan Slaughteroff said outside the theater, My heart was like beating out of my chest. You could feel the excitement and anticipation and just positive energy in the room. That from CNN on April 3rd. The anticipation is palpable, and even a taste of the return of live theater can cause hearts to beat and faces to smile, smile till it hurts. Broadway Theater League of Northeastern Pennsylvania's executive director, Frank Blasi, and Broadway partner producer Albert Nostiolino, NAC Entertainment, are announcing today, this day, that Broadway is back. The entire touring Broadway community is looking forward to reopening its doors and welcoming back the public. Soon, Broadway fans in Scranton will once again be able to enjoy the laughter, love, and life-changing transformation that only live performances can provide. And Frank Blasi fills us in. Here's the drum roll. Give us those three words that you've been waiting to say. Broadway is back. (laughs) We're really excited about it, as you can hear in my voice. Tell us, how did this come to be now? Well, the shows have been idle since the last March, and they've been looking for a date. Because, as you know, with all the touring shows, as well as even the Broadway shows, they can't just announce today I'm opening next week because they have to go and they have to rehearse and they have to make sure that they have all the sets, the costumes, and everything all ready to roll. So we first started hearing some rumbling about the, uh, the fall uh, as being a potential date, and then slowly but surely some of the bigger markets like Cleveland and Philadelphia, whatever, Buffalo, New York, started announcing that they were going to start in the fall. And we were contacted by the shows that we had originally booked saying, yes, we're going to be out in the fall, and we want to make sure that we're still coming to Scranton. And we are, we're, we're thrilled to death, obviously. We, we want them here. And um, we were lucky enough that all of the shows that we had previously announced had said they're coming back to Scranton as well. So um, they talked about beginning in the fall, like around, in October is going to be the first show that we're going to have. And uh, it just all built from there. We were just, we were just thrilled that, that they were going to do that. Now, what does this mean for you? You all have to be preparing here with the Scranton Cultural Center and all those kinds of things to get ready. That's correct. In fact, we've already had a a Zoom meeting, which, as you know, anymore, that's the norm with the Scranton Cultural Center, and talk to them about what we need to do to start getting to get people into the theater in October, November. And of course, one of the things is we don't know what the CDC guidelines or the federal, state, local guidelines are going to be in October. 
we know what they are today, but I mean, obviously, we can't prepare today's guidelines for October. So we are just, you know, we discussed in general terms what various items we could do to make sure that people will feel safe coming into the theater. And some of the things like hand washing stations and the like, they already have in place. But we want to make sure that when we are ready to open, that whatever the guidelines are that's set forth by the CDC and the federal, state, and local government, we're going to have to follow. The biggest one, of course, is the question of distancing, which people have asked us. And the shows have made it pretty clear that, you know, throughout the country that they're only going to appear if the potential is to sell all the seats in the theater. So they're not going to, they will not be able to come if they're going to say, for example, we're only selling 50% of the tickets because of, of pods or whatever we're going to do. What you have to say is that the, the theater is available for 100% capacity. And that's a risk because if it's not ready in October when we're ready to go, we're going to have to do something that we hate to do what we've done before, which is reschedule the show because we're only going to go in there if people are going to be safe. But on the other hand, the, you know, the show has a requirement that they're going to have 100% capacity available to sell before they will open up for us. You know, So that's, the, that's what we're working on right now. Part of it is fingers crossed. Part of it is seeing everybody getting vaccinated and you know, people uh, complying and, and moving forward. But there will be some restrictions, and they've already indicated that the backstage crew and the unions or anybody that's going to be backstage with the show is going to have to be vaccinated. And, you know, there probably will be requirements still of masks being worn by some of the workers. But right now we don't know for sure, but whatever those guidelines are, we're ready to follow them. Well, Frank, you had such a dynamite season planned. Tell us what's in store for us. Well, the season shows we're extremely excited about. The premiere of Waitress, when I say the premiere, it's never been in Scranton before. It is a fantastic show written by Sarah Bareilles, who's a, a very popular pop musician. It is all female directed, and, and the music and, and, and the book are all written from the female perspective. Based on a movie, it's a very, very good show, and we're really excited about that show coming in. Then Charlie and the Chocolate Factory has agreed to come in. It's probably one of the most colorful, mind-opening shows you could see. When you see it on stage, it's just such a great, great spectacle. And it'll be great for kids and, uh, and also our adult audiences. South Pacific is the, the third show on our season, which, of course, is a classic uh, of all time. And the music is, I mean, we, you and I could probably go through the, the whole soundtrack and recognize 95% of the songs that are going to... And um, then finally, um, we, we are, are going to have Cats, which is another family favorite, obviously. One of the longest-running musicals in Broadway history by Andrew Lloyd Webber and has not been in the area for years. It'll be at least nine years by the time it comes here that it had been here before, and always a very popular show. So we have those, those four shows on our season. We have a carryover from the 2019-20 season, which is the Buddy Holly story, which we've had so much excitement about that show, and people have been calling us even now saying, when is it going to be? I have my tickets. Their tickets are dated March 20th, 2020 but they want to know what date they're going to be able to use them for. So we're really excited. That's coming in November. That'll be here in November the 5th through the 7th. And we also have three special shows that we've added, which had been a part of our group. One is Rain, the Beatles' Rain Tour, which is a great show, which as an added bonus, it's going to actually rehearse in Scranton and open its, and open its national tour in Scranton. So it'll be here a couple of days for rehearsal, and then on October the 6th, it's going to open up the season with the first show of its tour here in Scranton. And of course, we've had the Beatles range show before. This is going to be concentrate more on the, the later songs, although we're going to hear all the Beatles songs, I'm sure. That's always been a, a very good seller in this area.
We also have Stomp, which is a, a sensational show, which is coming in January, January 12th and the 13th. That's a two-day show. It's a special. It's not part of our subscription, but you can buy tickets to that if you're a subscriber now. And we have Blue Man Group, which is coming in in May of 2022, which is also a special. It's going to be here on a, on a Wednesday and Thursday evening as well. So we have tried to pack everything up starting in October. We have a show in October, a one-nighter. We have a, a weekend show, which is Buddy Holly, in November. We have Waitress, which is part of our season in December. January, we have the two-day special of Stomp. February, we have Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. March, we have South Pacific. April, we have Cats. And May, we have Blue Man Group. So we really are going to have a, a full schedule, and we're hoping to get all of those shows in. And I think people are really looking forward to it. Now tell us, if people are listening, what should they do? Well, there's, there's three classifications of people that we're going to talk about. First of all, are people who have already subscribed as season ticket holders. They've already paid for their subscriptions, and we tell them they really have to do nothing else at this point. Their tickets are already reserved. They'll be printed and mailed to them in September. If they wanted to add on one of the add-on shows, they're able to do that at this point. And as part of their season ticket benefit, if they wanted to even pay for those tickets in payment plans, they're able to do so. The second category of people, there are some people who unfortunately did not renew their season tickets, and they were concerned mostly about, you know, the COVID-19 and whether they feel safe going back to the theater, and they just, they just did not want to renew their seats. We're offering them with something special that we have not done before, because usually, as you know, if you don't renew your seats, they get put back into the, into the, the pot, and they're available to sell to everybody. We actually put their tickets aside for now. And we are giving them an, an open window between now and, and May the 21st, which is a Friday, that if they want to call us up and say, you know what, I know I didn't renew my tickets, but I'd like to renew now, we could assure them they're going to get their old seats back, which I think that for a lot of people, like, that's going to be a great selling point because I know a lot of them are heartbroken to give up their seats, but they were just concerned about the COVID pandemic at the time, and they didn't want to renew their seats. So we're giving them the option to move forward and to get their seats back between now and May the 21st. And then after May the 21st, if they don't want them, then you know they'll go back into the pot for sale. And the third category of people are new season subscribers. If you have always wanted to have a subscription or you ever wanted to have a subscription to Broadway Theater League, they'll be on sales and we'll be able to get you a new season ticket. And make sure you can see Waitress and South Pacific and Charlie the Chocolate Factory and Cats. And if they also would like to buy tickets to the extra shows, the specials, they also could be part of our payment plan. We've, been making, we've made a payment plan for the last uh, several years where you could purchase uh, your tickets today and pay for them over time. And uh, it makes it a little bit more palatable to purchase the tickets as well. So those options are available for everyone that's involved here. And remind us, Frank, of the website. www.broadwayinscranton.com. It's easy to list the negative things from the past year, Frank. Were there any things that came out of this pause? Absolutely, because we decided during the period of time that we were down, we wanted to make sure that the interest in Broadway that we have out there was was fed. So we have an elaborate Broadway Theater League education program. And I know you and I had discussed this once in the past, but what we have, we have set up what's called the Broadway Theater League Northeast PA Conservatory for students between 5th grade and 12th grade. And we did that as a virtual class. We've done two semesters of it now since the pandemic started. And the last semester just ended last weekend, wherein we have a, a nationally known artist 
many of whom originated in Scranton, but some who didn't, who would teach a one-hour class to the lower grades, fifth through eighth, and then a one-hour class to the upper grades, ninth through twelfth, on a Zoom chat once a week on all things Broadway. We had a singer come in to talk about singing. We had a dancer come in to talk about dancing. And they obviously could exhibit them as well because it was on Zoom. And we've had writers. We've had just all aspects of the Broadway experience. That was one of our projects. Another one of our projects which we're really excited about because we just started it literally this year. We have a preschool program to serve underserved preschool-age students through the Head Start in Luzerne and Lackawanna County. We have a similar Zoom project that's called the World Travelers, and it takes students around for all of the continents, each of the continents, and that we talk about dance, singing, and visual arts in each of those continents and each of those areas, which we've had great success. We're still doing the Luzerne County project right now, and we intend to pick up the Lackawanna County project again in September. And this could be another show, Erica, because we're so excited about it. We also are going to restart the education program that we have for the senior citizens, which we call Broadway for Life. And on and those we are having at the um, various senior centers, we were having artists teach as well. Now, one thing, that's been on hold because we haven't been able to gather, but we're hoping to start that again up in the fall. And preschool, we can handle grade school, we can handle high school, we talked about seniors. And then finally, we're going to reinstate the project that we have for teachers, which will start when the shows start, and each show will have a specific theme that teachers can come and sign up and obtain Act 48 credits for their continuing education tied to a Broadway show and a lecture about uh, various portions of the uh, arts. So we're excited about doing that education program. We've actually kept that going strong during the period of time that we've had a downtime, so to speak, and it's a project that we really are, are, are excited about. Frank Blasey, executive director of Broadway Theater League of Northeastern Pennsylvania, Broadway in Scranton, produced by Broadway Theater League and NAC Entertainment, is announcing today, this day, that Broadway is back in Scranton, and they're celebrating with the entire touring Broadway community, announcing the season's shows, Waitress, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, South Pacific, and Cats, with specials to the season, Rain, Stomp, and Blue Man Group, also rescheduled, Buddy, the Buddy Holly story. For more information on the web, broadwayinscranton.com, broadwayinscranton.com, or area code 570-342-7784, 342-7784, area code 570, Broadway in Scranton, produced by Broadway Theater League and NAC Entertainment, announcing today, Tuesday, April 27th, that Broadway is back in Scranton. For more information on the web, broadwayinscranton.com. <laughs>